The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn to create a growth agenda to get your business on the right track and keep it there. Rev up your growth engine with exceptional talent and develop the right kind of leadership to move it forward fast. Now, here is Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to The Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders and how to take your company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marcia Seidel, your Smart Moves Coach, getting you on the right track, keeping you on the right track, and making sure you don't get sidetracked in your drive for purpose, performance, and profitability. Now, a quick Smart Moves Treat. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. Do you have the right kind of leadership to grow your company? The book Grow or Die describes the predictable three-phase growth curve that applies to all companies and even relationships, but will stick to the workplace. Let's take a look at these phases. The first is innovation or getting off the ground. The company is highly entrepreneurial. It's born out of a desire to meet a need, whether it's a nonprofit to deal with social or community issues or a startup to bring new products or ideas or processes to the market. The climate is high energy, fast paced, seat of the pants, and at times chaotic. It's exciting, the adrenaline is flowing, and there's great expectations. The leadership challenge in this phase is, can you get the company on the right track and not burn out or fail out? The second is improvement or rapid expansion. You begin to see results from all the hard work, more customers, more markets, more attention from funders and the media. This is when you're adding staff or opening new stores or increasing your inventory. The big question is, are you making a profit or making a dent in the problems you're trying to solve? You know you wanted this growth, but it seems like you're juggling so many balls that you're afraid some will fall. The leadership challenge in this phase is, can you move from the visionary leader to an effective manager, from a one-man or woman band to an orchestra conductor? The third is reinvention or stagnation. The business has grown so big that the focus is on preserving the status quo. Complacency, red tape, and turf war set in. You heard the saying, nothing fails like success. Similar to phase one, the leader must create the vision, the energy, the culture, and direction again. It requires boldness, re-engaging staff and other stakeholders, a different kind of board, and perhaps new partners. The leadership challenge of this phase is, are you able to let go of operations and become an inventor and change agent again? So here's a smart moves tip. Growth requires that entrepreneurs and business leaders change what they do. Successful and sustainable growth requires the right kind of leadership, the right environment, and the right people. Do you have them? Listeners, as CEOs and business leaders, how well are you managing the growth of your company? Are you right on track or sidetracked? Let me show you how to create smart growth. Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 
972-380-9181. You're listening to Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. Listeners, did you know that women's entrepreneurship is not just a United States phenomena? My guests today are Fakria Ibrahimi from Afghanistan and Joan Mazamahaka from Rwanda. They are in the U.S. attending a business boot camp sponsored by the Peace Through Business Program. We will hear about their journey as entrepreneurs and women leaders in their respective countries, as well as what they're learning about growing a sustainable business. Also with me today is Sunu Rakra, mentor to these women. And it's a delight to have all of you on the business edge. Welcome, everyone. Thank you. And you're thank welcome. you, Marsha. Oh, you're welcome. Um, let's start with Sunu. Can you tell the listeners about the Peace Through Business program and your involvement in it? Um, thank you, Marsha. It's wonderful to be on the show. Uh, now, you know, we all know that economically stable societies have obviously a great capacity for peace, and small businesses have always been the backbone of economic stability, whether it is in the United States, in Rwanda, in Afghanistan, or any other country. Now, the Peace Through Business Program is a flagship program of the Institute of Economic Empowerment of Women, which was founded uh, by Dr. Terry Neese uh, in 2006 in Oklahoma, which is where she lives. It is one of its kind business training and mentorship program for women entrepreneurs in Afghanistan and Rwanda at this time. Now, the Institute accomplishes this mission by focusing on uh, education, mentorship, mm-hmm. and coaching women in Rwanda and Afghanistan. And these are women who are seeking to acquire entrepreneurial skills to either help start or grow their business and become more active public policy advocates within their country. Now, there's Three aspects of this program. One is an in-country education, which is where mm-hmm. the women go through a classroom training for 10 weeks. So this is a 10-week course in their respective countries. Uh, the second aspect is leadership development, uh, which is so that women are empowered. And this is done by a business boot camp um, at Northwood University. So after they finish their in-country training, they come into the United States. They attend a business boot camp at Northwood University. And then it is the mentorship, which is where they're sent home with businesswomen across the United States. Uh, They finish that and then attend an international women's economic summit. And finally, the most exciting part, of course, is the graduation. Now, the third aspect of this is the train the trainer, which is where we believe that each graduate can go back and donate their time to mentor other women business owners. If you really look at it, we're training a certain number of women, but they're going back, and the impact is huge. Um, now, the, every piece of this program is really exciting and truly unique. What I love about this, obviously, being a mentor, is that many women business owners like myself are actually able to meet and host entrepreneurs from these countries at our homes and at our work. Um, so it's an incredible learning experience, of course, not only for the mentees, but also for the mentors like me, because we learn as much or more from these amazing women as they do from us. Uh, so my involvement has been with the program for about four years. Where I've mentored women from Rwanda uh, every year at home and at work, and they come into my work and learn various aspects of the business, payroll, accounting, operations, sales, marketing, strategy, growth, um, and they also visit a lot of our corporations here, right here in the Silicon Valley. Um, And this year, I'm just so pleased to be hosting two women, uh, of course, uh, Joan from Rwanda and Fakria from Afghanistan, and we've had a wonderful time so far. Well, you know, I've also met the women because I happen to live in Dallas, and I attended uh, parts of the uh, uh, the boot camp at Northwood University, and I, I've met both Joan and Fakria, plus many of the other women, 
And I was so impressed uh, with them because um, they're so they're so enthusiastic, they're knowledgeable, and and uh, they want to learn so much. So um, I, I and so I'm really uh, excited about interviewing them. Uh, one of the other things I wanted to ask you is, uh, what's your besides being a mentor? How else are you involved in uh, the Peace Through Business program? Um, and if you can tell a little bit about IEEW. Um, so I uh, was invited uh, this year. You know, so my involvement has been for the past few years. I met Dr. Terry Neese many years ago, and she told me about this program, and I was just floored by what she was doing. Um, and I went back and helped her host these women at my home. And this year, I got a call from uh, Dr. Terry Neese, and she said, would love to have you uh, be on the National Board of Directors. And I jumped at the opportunity because this is a very, very special organization to many, many women business owners here, right here in the United States and other countries as well. Um, so my role and my involvement, uh, at least from what I um, believe is, uh, you know, Silicon Valley, as you know where we live, is a hotbed of technology. We've got some great uh, corporations here like the Googles of the world, the Apple, the Facebook, the Oracle, the Cisco systems. Um, and my goal is to really get the Peace to Business program and the Institute of Economic Empowerment of Women to get a certain amount of recognition in the Silicon Valley. Um, and, and so to do, for, to do that, we're meeting a lot of leaders. In fact, um, two years ago when I hosted someone, Marissa Mayer, who's now at Yahoo and used to be at Google, hosted our uh, marketing uh, women business owner in her team. And um, just this week we're going to be visiting corporations like um, um, Facebook, we're going to be visiting Google, we're going to go to Visa, we're going to McAfee. So there's a lot of awareness that I want to create amongst the corporations and the leadership, especially women leadership right here in the Silicon Valley. Well, you know, what a wonderful program you have scheduled for uh, both Joan and Fakria. And, you know, we just have a couple of minutes left, and I'm looking at the brochure for the Institute for Economic Empowerment of Women. And there's a quote here that says, when you educate a woman, you educate a nation. Is that part of this program when they go back? Yes, yes, that's definitely a part of that program. And I can tell you some statistics. Um, you know, on an average, each graduate creates about, you know, creates jobs for about 22 people per company, and that's each graduate. Um, so we've had these graduates go back and create jobs, educate other women, and, and just by empowerment, uh, being able to really pay it forward. And so you're absolutely right. We're educating a number of women here, but they're going and educating an entire nation when they go back because they are themselves very, very committed to the program. Yes, I, I felt that uh, very much uh, when I was working with the women, especially in doing some uh, business planning for them. So you know what? I think it's time for a short break because when we come back, we're going to hear from both uh, Fakria and Joan to tell us about their businesses. So uh, listeners, let's take a short break. This is Marcia Zidle, your Smart Moves Coach on the Business Edge, and stay tuned. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidle, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. What does success mean to you? Is it being just like the person on the other side of the fence where the grass is supposedly greener? We harbor too many feelings of envy and suppressed anger targeted at others, and it's holding us back from our success. Tune in to Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. Just by listening, you'll be empowered to make positive lifestyle changes to live the successful life that you deserve to live. 
Wealthy Thoughts can be heard every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you want to know what's really going on these days? Well, Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in Washington, on Wall Street, and in our nation's legal system impacts your business every day. We're taking you on a behind-the-scenes tour of all of it. Each week, we bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers, lawyers, and business leaders. I'm Kevin O'Neill, and I'm your host as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join me for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Network each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back listeners to the business edge this is marcia zadel your smart moves coach and my guests today are sonia ratra fakoya ibrahimi and joan mazim hakra um um one is from uh um Fakria is from Afghanistan, and Joan is from Rwanda. And they're talking about their experiences as entrepreneurs and also part of the Peace Through Business program. And so, Joan, um, I'm so interested in, what, in, in your business. So can you tell the listeners about what you do and why you started your business? Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, my business is a communications agency, and mm-hmm. what we do is um, develop uh, content and design concepts using communication tools um, for brands, for companies, and for individuals. Um, we, the unique thing about our business is that we have a holistic approach in that we use photography, um, graphic design, content creation, and marketing strategies um, to come up with the tools that companies need to promote themselves or them, their product and to brand themselves as well. And, um, and uh, business- yes, yes, and uh, I know if you want to go into it a little more, but I'm also, I know the listeners are interested and so am I. And why did you start this? Why did you become an entrepreneur? Well, I was working before um, in a government organization and within the tourism industry, and there were so many things that we were um, creating and doing. I was specifically within marketing, mm-hmm. and I really thought that there were so many things that we could achieve, that I could achieve as an individual, that wasn't necessarily getting done through the government channels. Um, our country of Rwanda has done so much in the past 20 years, it's accomplished a lot, and the country was doing a good job of promoting and kind of rebranding itself, but as individual businesses and companies weren't doing such a great job. And Uh I was talking to a couple of friends of mine, and we came up with a concept of being the agency that would essentially change what you see when you Google Rwanda and when you Google Africa. So putting out content, creating really um, dynamic and interesting um, images and, and brands that would make people see Rwanda in a whole new light. And mm-hmm. it's a very, very large, ambitious goal, but that that actually was our goal. And um, I felt that I really couldn't do that within the limitations of the job I was in. And it was a bit uh, scary to start something uh, brand new. Right. Um, that, yeah, that hadn't really been done like that. But I think at that moment, I um, I knew that it's exactly what I wanted to be doing. Well, you know, when I met with you and some of the other women from Rwanda last week, um, they asked me, what do I know about Rwanda? And mm-hmm. honestly, I said two things. I know from the movies. I know from uh, Rwanda from the Hotel Rwanda movie, which... What's it not, you know, and Diane Fossey's movie, Gorillas in the Mist. That yeah. is it. And I think most people, at least Americans, 
that's what they focus on. So what you're doing is bringing a whole new image to your country and to the people in your country. I think that's what you're really trying to, to accomplish, right? Yes, most definitely. I mean, we have a wealth of creativity in terms of designers, clothing designers, filmmakers, and musicians. We are striving to be the IT hub in East Africa, so we're really pushing with not only creating access to information technology, but app development and website creation. There are a whole bunch of, of young people who are doing diverse things. And what we want to do is help these companies, the existing large companies, as well as the smaller upcoming companies to really promote and push themselves so that when you do look for Rwanda, it's beyond genocide and guerrillas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, Fakria, um, can you tell us about your business and why you started it? Uh, yes, thank you. And uh, I'm very delighted to be invited to you by, for uh, your show. Well, it's a uh, delight to have you here. Thank you. Uh, my company, my business, Montas House, the uh, IT Solution Workstation in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have been operated since 2010 to various organizations, uh, large and small governmental and non-governmental in ETC. Uh, 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 we uh, design website application, mm-hmm. um, web-based database, Mm-hmm. Uh, hosting uh, and the domain and uh, mm-hmm. the domain registration dot edu dot gov dot info dot net dot org etc and and we are uh, also designed uh, to provide our customer web developing sites and web design, e-commerce web, web solution, mm-hmm. and search engine optimization, email marketing, and design for prints. Um, and uh, that's all. Okay. And um, you have a very interesting background. Um, <laughs> it says, you know, you attended medical school for three years, and then you changed careers uh, dramatically. So, what made you start your company? What you know? W- what was it about it that you says I'm going to be an entrepreneur? Yes. Uh, during Taliban, I was in Pakistan for sure on my immigration, and uh, I was uh, attended to uh, uni- university mm-hmm. uh, for uh, medicine, mm-hmm. and for, it was for three years. Uh, after uh, Taliban, when I came uh, back to my country, there was many changes, many uh, opportunities uh, that changed my mind. Mm. Uh, yes, first uh, I uh, decided to learn uh, photography and filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I got married, uh, me and my husband decided to uh, to make our, our own business. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why that, uh, in Afghanistan, the economical speed is very high now, mm-hmm. especially in technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, people try their best to uh, get the uh, times, of, times of technology and all over the world. So we decided to make an IT uh, solution company. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have internet services uh, business. Uh, as my husband uh, has diploma of IT, however, he is he has the uh, master degree of uh, landscaping, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I am a filmmaker and photographer. So we decided to make a business family to be comfortable more in Afghanistan. Well, I commend you very much for. Um, going back into your country, Afghanistan, and uh, building it up because uh, that is so important 
both for the country and for the people who have uh, been been involved in so much conflict for so many years. So um, we'll be getting back to you, but right now let's go on to SUNY and uh, please tell me about your business and why you started it and um, and and go ahead because you have also have a fascinating background. Yes, <laughs> um, yeah, so Acria is a um, provider of staffing and managed services nationally and globally. We're headquartered right here in Sunnyvale, California, um, and our client base is Fortune 500 Enterprise and, of course, the host of exciting startups uh, right here and uh, globally. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, you know, what I'm very proud of is that Acria has won uh, many industry accolades and awards. Um, we are the number, we've been listed as the number one staffing company to work for, number one best staffing firm to contract for. We've been listed as the number one best company to work for uh, by San Francisco Business Times right here in Silicon Valley. And that's a very, uh, you know, difficult thing to achieve given the fact that there are these wonderful companies that exist here. Uh, we are... Um, a minority certified company, which is by the National Minority Supplier Development Council and also women certified by the Women's Enterprise National Council. Mm-hmm. Uh, and why did I start my company? Well, <laughs> firstly, just the fact that I am an entrepreneur by heart. I helped manage my father's uh, trucking business in India for many years while, while you know, I was 14, 15 years old. And I always mm-hmm. knew that I had to do something on my own. Uh, and then secondly, as a professional working in a corporate uh, environment for many years, I saw many gaps that existed in the, specifically in the staffing industry. And I knew that there was a better, a faster, and a more cost-effective way to provide talent that customers were looking for without actually compromising on the quality. Um, so that, you know, that, those are some of the reasons why I started the company. We started the dot-com bust when everybody said, you are insane. This is not the time to start a company. But, you know, as an entrepreneur, you jump first, and then, then you check whether you really have that parachute. Uh, but fortunately, with a lot of hard work, focus, um, great vision, and just an amazing set of employees, it eventually all worked out. Uh, you know, what a wonderful three women uh, very entrepreneurial, each from coming from a different country. Uh, Sonia from uh, Sonia from India, um, uh, Joan from Rwanda, and Fakrika from Afghanistan. And each of you um, have that entrepreneurial spirit that that spirit that says and passion that says, "I want to make." Something better, something better within the uh, within an industry uh, like staffing, or something better within my country. And I commend you. And at this point, we are going to take a short break. Uh, this is Marcia Zidal, um, host of the Business Edge. I'm your Smart Moves coach. And when we return, we're going to hear about. The challenges of each of these women, what challenges they faced and how they're dealing with it. So stay tuned. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back, listeners, to The Business Edge. This is Marcia Seidel, your Smart Moose Coach. My guests are Sonia Rotra, Fakria Bahimi, and Joan Mazamhakia, uh, talking about their experiences as entrepreneurs from different countries. So welcome back. And um, Sonia, let's start with you because, of course, there's going to be challenges in being an entrepreneur and starting a business. So what, what have... What are the challenges you faced in growing your company? Well, Marsha, you know, when you start a company for the first few years, you're basically the janitor, the reception, the sales, the recruiter, the person who thinks growth strategy. You're doing everything, right? And then you get it to a point, and then you have bigger challenges, which is, for example, hiring the next level of leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially attracting good talent, um, given that, you know, we're in Silicon Valley when this is a place where there's, you know, a lot of interesting, a lot of exciting companies that people want to work for. So it is, it is difficult to attract good talent, and it is even more difficult to actually hire the next level of leadership that's going to take uh-huh. your company forward. Um, some of the other challenges are globalization, and we've seen that in the past many years that, you know, it is sort of an opportunity, but it is also a challenge um, because a lot of large corporations are looking for suppliers that are global, that are not the, you know, 5 million or 10 million range. They're looking for companies that are 45 million in revenues or 50 million in revenues. And, you know, when you get started, you're not at that level, right? So we've had this as an opportunity and a challenge, but we've gone back and opened offices in Canada and Singapore and India, and we're growing with our customers. Uh, And then the challenge is setting up these offices. You know, it is expensive. It is pricey to be able to go out in different countries and open these offices uh, or centers of excellence. Uh, It takes takes a huge amount of effort, uh, and that's definitely a challenge. And then one of the other challenges is, you know, changing with the market. You know, we are in a very volatile, very dynamic environment now. Um, and you have to be able to look at the market, see how it's changing, and adapt yourself uh, to the market. And if you don't do that, you're going to be left behind. So those are some of the challenges I think are very typical to um, at least entrepreneurs or small businesses or medium-sized businesses. Right, and so you've given uh, uh, an overview of the challenges within uh, Silicon Valley. So let's move on to Joan, and uh, what are the challenges that you'll be facing or have faced in starting a company in Rwanda? Well, um, Rwanda doesn't have that big of a market. It's a small country, and Mm -hmm. so one of the biggest challenges we faced was competing in a small market. Um, But what we really want to do is diversify beyond that. So really bring um, a unique product to the existing market and then go beyond Rwanda's borders, um, as Sona was just saying, and really make yourselves into a global company. I think that helps. Um, We were also the first in market to introduce the kind of service that we do. And so it took some time or it took some time at the beginning to be received well. Uh, mm-hmm. People didn't really know what we wanted to achieve, and so that took a bit of education and showing and proving what we could do. Um, so just competing in that small marketplace was probably one of our biggest challenges. And um, having worked with uh, uh, another, uh, some other entrepreneurs uh, during the piece uh, during the boot camp from uh, mm-hmm. uh, Rwanda, 
uh, I think uh, I was told that you want to expand. They wanted to expand to other countries like Uganda and Kenya. Is that also yes. part of your plan too? Yes, and uh, we've done a bit of work in um, Kenya and in South Africa as well. And we definitely want to continue doing that and make ourselves a, a pan-African kind of company. Well, that, you know, um, and so, um, Fakria, uh, can you tell us about the challenges in starting your company, and especially in Afghanistan? Uh, yes. Uh, generally, in Afghanistan, uh, the most challenges that we face, all the entrepreneurs, in Afghanistan is that we are uh, a country which is conception. Uh, we uh, don't. We, we are not producing uh, a lot that we are in need. Of. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, it's why that there is no support of government, and there is no support. The government of Afghanistan uh, does not support. Uh, entrepreneurs, uh, productions, uh, exports. Uh, we usually have the import production from other countries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, in my business, is, um, the challenge in my business is the infrastructure of lack of infrastructure in Afghanistan. Um, also security um uh, lack of people uh using knowledge of un- uh, internet services mm-hmm. um, uh, lack of uh, policy for a technology business uh, but still it it it, 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 it the uh, these uh, challenges are not the things that uh, can stop us it's like as uh, so not it, it is like an um, opportunity for us to to do something, to struggle on it, to uh, uh, develop the businesses. It's like an, uh, like a struggle in Afghanistan that all entrepreneurs do. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as you were telling me about some of those challenges, what came to my mind is, you know, um, uh, uh, it's both a challenge and an opportunity. Yes, the challenges are that you don't have the support, the infrastructure, government, you know, from government or from others. Uh, you're really, the country's really being rebuilt. But at the yeah. same time, it can be an opportunity because you don't have the restrictions that maybe other country, other countries, other entrepreneurs in other countries have, government restrictions, things like that. So do you see this as an opportunity? for you as much as a challenge? Uh, unfortunately, it is more challenge than opportunity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but we have uh, other opportunity, which is the um, presence of international countries in Afghanistan. Aha, yes. Uh, it is the opportunities that every entrepreneur, every activist are using, or uh, I mean, are using this opportunity to promote their uh, work, their activities, mm-hmm. their businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, by government, we have corruption. Uh, mm, the most problem is the corruption that there is no support by government. Ah. To, uh, for uh, for people. So um, so you know, each of you have talked about some of the challenges that you're facing, and depending on where you are, the challenges are are different. The challenges in Rwanda are different from the challenges of Afghanistan, which are different from the challenges of uh, Silicon Valley. But all of you, as as entrepreneurs, face the face challenges that are not are are part of being an entrepreneur, which is getting up in the morning and making sure that you you're going forward. So at this point, why don't we 
talk about, uh, start getting into lessons learned. And we have about four minutes before the break. So, Joan, why don't you talk? Let's start with you. Uh, what are some of the lessons learned? And then if we have some time, we'll go to Fakria, and then we'll come back after the break to Sonia. So, Joan, lessons learned from your experience. Well, I think there are my two biggest lessons learned that kind of go hand in hand is um, one, it's really important to listen to the advice of others, to be part of a community when it comes to entrepreneurship and business and learn from what people have done, collaborate with others, and just be able to be part of an environment that's helping business thrive. Um, but at the same hand, on the, same, uh, on the other hand of that, rather, is that one should also know their business and know exactly what you want to achieve specifically for your business. So you take a lot of input, advice, you collaborate, and at the same time, understand really where you want to go so that you can achieve your goal. Okay. Joan, you talked about the importance of getting input and advice from others. That was your uh, biggest uh, lesson. Um, And uh, Fakria, what are some lessons you have learned? Uh. The first thing that I have uh, learned is uh, tolerance, having tolerance. Yes. Uh, during my business, I learned how to uh, have behavior with others, with people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that was a big lesson for me. And uh, the others having idea and concept of live life. And uh, have the knowledge of business. How can you uh, manage your business? How you can manage your marketing? And right. how can you keep people with yourself? It's like a leadership, and mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So the two things that you said were to learn tolerance. Uh, I think this is an issue that all of us, no matter what country, no matter what uh, occupation we're in, no matter whatever, it is to to uh, to have tolerance of others and others' opinions and others' ideas. And so that is just a wonderful lesson. And the second that you talked about was the... Uh, the importance of knowing the, some knowledge about business uh, and about managing and about leadership. Um, and I think those are two great lessons learned uh, that are applicable to all of us. Well, thank you. And now we're going to take a short break. Uh, this is Marcia Zidal, uh, your Smart Moves coach. And when we come back, Sonu is going to tell about her lessons learned. So stay tuned. will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. How is your plan going? Could you use a little help on your path to success? Why not step up and play big? 
Join host Chris Ruisi for a show that will help you identify the possibilities that await you. Too many people succumb to just being average when they could be exceeding average without too much more effort. It's time for you to become exceptional. Raise the bar to your success. Basically, it's time for you to step up and play big. Join Chris Ruisi every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to the Business Edge. This is Marcia Zotto, your Smart Moose Coach. And my guests today are Sonia from the Silicon Valley, Fakria from Afghanistan, and Joan from Rwanda. And they are attending the Peace Through Business program. Uh, they were in Dallas uh, where I met them, and now uh, they are in the Silicon Valley. And so we've been talking about their experiences as entrepreneurs. At the end of the last uh break, uh, both uh, Joan and Fakria talked about the lessons learned of being an entrepreneur and some of the challenges that they were facing. And so, Nu, um, now it's your turn. What are some of the lessons you have learned? And you've been in business uh, quite a bit longer, so you may have similar or different lessons learned. Yeah, yeah, Marsha. So, you know, for us in a business, failure isn't when you fall down. It's only when you don't get up again, right? Right. Um, And it's it's the lessons learned, and it's definitely the lessons learned, but it's also the mantras that we live by. Um, And those are sort of lessons we've learned over the years. One is build the right culture. And you said it in the beginning. It's the vision. It's the energy. It's the culture. To build the right culture for your employees. I mean, take care of your employees, and they will take care of your customers and they will take care of your company. Hire great people, and then get out of their way, right? (laughs) Give them the autonomy to excel in what they're doing. So basically, trust your employees and let them take the company forward. Um, Build um, deep relationships with your customers. Uh, If you want to expand with existing customers, if you want to build new customers, you have to uh, you have to build very deep relationships with your customers, and then change with the market. Right? I mean, don't uh, don't be stagnant. Um, don't accept status quo. Uh, be flexible. Be nimble. Um, diversify your customer base. Right? And and lastly, and most importantly to me, with success comes great responsibility. And one of the lessons we've learned is give back to your community as as an individual as a company, as an organization, and as a team. So whatever you can do in your community, whether it is you mentor other women business owners or whether you are conscious of your environment, whether you can raise funds for natural disasters, uh, you just really have to be able to give back to your company. Uh, And when you do that, um, you know, people and your customers uh, recognize that, and, and it really, really helps you grow. Well, what a wonderful set of lessons learned. In fact, um, this is, you know, the first couple that you said, which, you know, which is hire great people and get out of their way. Uh, Build the right culture. Build relationships with your customers. um, And... um, change when the market changes. These are all the things as a business coach that I try to get across to uh, CEOs and business leaders. And you've just packaged it so beautifully. I'd love to, you know, take you with me <laughs> at times. <laughs> so, you know, we've this has been a wonderful um time passed with all of you. Um, I've enjoyed talking with you, Joan, and Fakria, and Sanu, and I'm so excited about the Peace Through uh, Business Program. Um, I want to be part of it next year, and I want to continue the relationships with all three of you. So again, thank you so very much for being up so early in the morning. I don't think people know that it's like uh, 6.30, 7 o'clock 
o'clock in the morning when they when they when we started. And uh, good luck and have fun in Silicon Valley. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. Thank okay. you, Marsha. Okay, listeners. Uh, next week's program is. Um, the Benefits and Perils of the Contingency Workforce. Did you know approximately 30% of the North American workforce is either contingent, contractual, or a temporary, and this labor trend will increase to 50% by 2016? My guest is Yasmin Baddison, head of Alliance RPO will take us through the risk, benefits, challenges, and potential solutions to help companies grow and manage this critical talent base. Listen in on Wednesday, July 30th on the Business Channel, 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern. Now, here are some smart moves questions to consider. Do you have the right talent to grow your business? Have you identified your future leaders? Do you have a plan for them, or are you leaving it up to chance? Remember, a business needs a high proportion of exceptional performers and a pipeline of talent and new opportunities emerge, and as you move to the next level of profitability. Do you want to know how to attract, engage, and retain your top talent? Let me show you. Contact me at 972 380 9181 or Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. I'll end with my favorite quote. There are three kinds of people in this world. Those who, those who make it happen, those who let it happen, and those who asked, what happened? Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. And I must say, the three women that I interviewed today, Joan, Fakria, and Sanu, have truly made make it happen. They are the entrepreneurs of the future. So thank you, everyone, for listening to The Business Edge with Marcia Zeidel, the Smart Moves executive coach and speaker, helping entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company firm or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth, innovate, improve, ignite or die, make smart moves every day. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and enjoy taking your business to the next level. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and enjoy taking your business to the next level.